What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome back to Real Talk. And man, it has been a rough couple of weeks, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's been ugly. It's been bad. But you know what? I'm putting it behind us. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about this game. I'm on to Dallas. The Raiders have a short week. Thanksgiving, Dallas. I mean, it's the makings for hopefully a classic game. The Raiders are series tied 6-6 six six with the Dallas Cowboys, dating all the way back to 1974. Now, the Raiders have been at the losing end of that for the past three years. We obviously know what happened in 2017. Uh, Gene Steratore had the index card, famous fumble in the end zone, all those things. Um, and so we're not going to get into those. What we're going to do is we're going to focus on the future. And one of the things that, that stands out to me is this Reddit user before the season had done a virtual coin flip and basically predicted the Raiders' schedule and the Raiders' record. And one of the things that's crazy is every game so far has matched up with this Reddit user's coin flip. Um, if you look at it, you can find it on Reddit. I, I don't have the username right now, but I mean, every game matches up. It's crazy. And it had the Raiders going on a three-game skid, which the Raiders just had. It has the Raiders going on a two-game winning streak, beating the Cowboys and beating the Washington football team. Um, and it has the Raiders ending the season at 10-7. and seven. Now, going into the season, I said that the Raiders, you know, Raiders ceiling was 11-6. and six. I thought floor was probably 9-8. and eight. Watching this team play the past couple of weeks, um, you know, that... There's been a little bit more. I, I talked about this on, on Raider Nation radios uh, that, you know, I'm cautiously pessimistic and I'm just kind of changing my approach to things. But I still think that this Raiders team is a team that can, if they get their shit together, can be a playoff team. I know a lot of people are going to think that that's crazy. I know a lot of people are going to say, hey, you know what? That's wild. You've lost your mind. You're a homer. You don't know anything about football. Look, let me tell you this. All it takes, all it takes is one spark, and this team makes a difference. This team makes a change. They turn it around. Areas of opportunity, the Raiders can improve in the run game. The Raiders need to improve in the run game. Um, I think that using Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake, getting them involved in the run game and not trying to force runs, but actually doing a run scheme that works for them, utilizing wide receivers, and not just utilizing wide receivers, but really playing to their strengths, but playing to the offensive strengths. And I think one of the things that one of the things that really stands out is you can't take what the defense gives you. Just like Al Davis always said, you don't take what the defense gives you. You go out there and take what you want. The Raiders have to get better on third down. Gotta get off, gotta stay on the field on third down. Raiders were one for seven in the Cincinnati game. The Raiders are not playing well on third down. Uh, Derek Carr has uh, basically said, you know, put it all on me. And while, yes, of course, the quarterback is going to take a significant amount of the blame, we have to look at some of the play calls. We have to look at some of the design plays. We have to look at some of the ways that the, the guys are utilized. And this is an opportunity for the Raiders to make a change. I've seen fans calling for Carr's head uh, after these three losses. Um, and, you know, obviously, like I said, quarterback's going to get criticism. Quarterback's going to take a lot of the blame, but it's not all on him. 
And I appreciate Derek saying, hey, put it all on me. But it's not all on Derek. There is a multitude of things that have gone into the Raiders' losses, uh, you know, turnovers being one of them. And I think that that's an area of opportunity where Derek can improve and Derek can, can get better at. Fact of the matter is there's a lot of things that this team needs to do offensively to improve. Derek needs to target his wide receivers more. Greg Olson has to do a better job of game planning and getting, you know, the run game situated and getting, you know, plays out there that that are going to be beneficial for this team. And I think at the same time, this is an opportunity for the Raiders to say, hey, you know what? This is our identity. This is what we're going to do. And we're going to go out there and attack the ball. We're going to go out there and, and take these plays. We're going to go out there and show them what we're made of. You know, I look at Zay Jones and Zay Jones has been open a lot of times and, um, his brother and, and dad have been kind of going crazy on social media. It's been kind of kind of nuts. Um, we're seeing a lot of what we saw back when Zay Jones was in in Buffalo, where uh, you know his family gets frustrated and they take to social media. I don't think that that's the right approach. I think that if you want to get something done, you handle it in house. You take care of things in house. You don't you don't take to social media. I think that, that that creates division. I think that that creates dissension, and I don't think that that's the right way to go. That said. You know, I know that Carr has given Zay Jones a tremendous amount of praise, and he's talked about him um, and, and the way that he plays and the way that he practices. And I would like to see Zay get more opportunities uh, to make some of these plays because when he does make those plays, he does play pretty well. Um, and, you know, I think the other thing, too, is something that I've been saying for a long time is get my man Foster Moreau involved in the game. I saw a crazy stat where when Foster gets more than 25 snaps, the Raiders are the Raiders are five and zero. You know, I had something last year where Josh Jacobs in the past couple of years, where if Josh Jacobs had over a hundred yards, the Raiders um, were undefeated. I think that those all things it basically comes down to utilization, right? I think if you utilize your good players, if you utilize your playmakers, you're going to win the game. It could be a matter of Foster Moreau, it could be Josh Jacobs, it could be Kenyon Drake, it could be Darren Waller. It doesn't matter who it is. If you're utilizing your best players, you're going to win. That's just, I mean, that's just football. That's just common sense. Now, defensively on the side of the board, side of the ball where the Raiders can improve, and the Raiders are going to have a big test on Thursday. The Raiders are going to have a huge test is in the run game, stopping the run. Because Mark Cooper's not going to be there. It looks like C.D. Lamb should be available. He's practicing today. Um, he's you know still in the concussion protocol, but they said that he's going through the steps and he should be available. And if C.D. Lamb is available on a short week, you got to prepare for him. Uh, remember, he was a guy that I wanted the Raiders to draft, but we ended up drafting somebody else. Um, now the Raiders are going to have a test in this run defense. Uh, they have a big physical offensive line. They have a big physical running back, and they've got a quarterback who can run the ball as well. And I think this is a test where the Raiders' running defense has to step up. We look at the Cincinnati game, and I told you we're not going to focus on the past games, but let's look at the Cincinnati game. Over 150 yards on the ground, two touchdowns on the ground. Raiders have to get better in that area. Do not let Zeke get explosive plays because if he gets explosive plays, he will wear down the defense. This is where the Raiders have to get better defensively. And this will obviously be a good test for the Raiders. You've got a good running back in Ezekiel Elliott. You've got a primetime game on Thanksgiving in front of everybody. This is an opportunity for the Raiders to bounce back. This is an opportunity for the Raiders to say, hey, you know what? We are the team that you were talking about when we were 3-0. We are the team that was leading the division. We are all the team that all the fans were, were shit-talking about and, and talking shit to Chargers fans and Chiefs fans and all this stuff because the Raiders have had a series of games where it didn't seem that way. 
But this team still has talent. This team still has the ability to turn it around. This team still has the ability to turn it up. And coming out on Thanksgiving, having coming out and having a, a game on Thanksgiving would be the best way to capitalize off a three-game losing streak, right? You have a three-game losing streak. You come back on Thanksgiving on a short week, on a travel schedule, on a holiday in front of the world, and you shut shit down. That's what the Raiders need to do. Now, what I want to see is I want to see the Raiders come out with fire. I want to see the Raiders come out with a fire that they haven't had in the past couple of weeks. You know, Derek Carr said in there in his interview uh, that the team looked flat or the team felt flat. And Rich Passaccia said, I didn't feel that. Defensively, they came out on fire. Um, offensively, yeah, they did come out flat. And I want to see the offense come out and have a fast start. And not only do I want the offense to have a fast start, but I want them to have a fast finish. I want the offense to play a complete game. I want the defense to play a complete game. I want this Raiders team to show people why the Raiders were talked about as one of the best teams in the league coming into the season. Or not coming into the season, but the first three games into the season. Because the Raiders still have an opportunity. Like I said, they're sitting at third in the division right now. They're only a game behind. The Raiders have an opportunity to come back and shock some teams. Now, obviously, the teams in the division are playing some good football. The Chiefs are playing good football. They're on a four-game winning streak. The Chargers are playing some some good football, and, and Justin Herbert's out there uh, making things happen. This is an opportunity for the Raiders to cement themselves and say, hey, we got this. Don't worry about it. Fans are obviously upset. Fans are obviously freaking out. This is also an opportunity to where the people that are calling for Marcus Mariota you can see Marcus Mariota. I want to see Marcus play. I don't want to see Marcus start. I want to see Derek Carr write this ship. I think that he has the ability to. I want him to shut people up about November, right? Like, talk about, okay, November, he's not good. Change that narrative. Come out on the 25th and change that narrative. Beat the Cowboys at home on a short week on Thanksgiving and change that narrative and change that narrative going into the end of the season. This mid-game skid that the Raiders are having is frustrating. Everybody hates it. Everybody hates it for the past three years because this team has so much potential and then they fall flat. This is a time where the Raiders need to change that. I think we as fans, we all want to see that. We all want to see the change. We all want to see uh, the Raiders make these adjustments. We really want to see the Raiders turn this around. And I get it. It's been 20 years of this. And I think that Derek Carr said it best. It's been 20 years and I'm fed up. And I think that we all are. I think we all want to win. I think the Raiders Raiders fans, we want to see a winning season. We, we want more than just the 2016 season where we made it to the playoffs, but we lost in the first round because we went out there with Connor Cook because Derek Carr got his freaking leg broken on Christmas Eve. Raiders fans have been dealing with heartbreak for the past 20 years and, and really for the, the entire history of the franchise. I mean, look. You've got so many things, the the Immaculate Deception, you have the Heidi game, you have the Tuck Rule, you have the Index Card game. There's so many things that the Raider fans can be mad about. And yet, every week we come back, and we come back to this team and we say, hey, give us something. Give us something to cling on to. Give us some hope. And sometimes we get it. We get a little glimmer of hope, and we get excited about it, and then it turns around and we say, ah, shit, there we go. The same old thing. And this is an opportunity where I want to see the Raiders come out on Thursday night and shock fans, shock the world. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about this coin. I'm going to trust this coin. 
this coin, hopefully, if it's true, then the Raiders should come out on top. Now, everybody, I want you guys to have a happy Thanksgiving. Take your time. Enjoy your family. Spend time with your loved ones. Make sure you give thanks for what really matters. The people around you, the people in your family, the people that are that are there for you, friends, everything that you have that's going on. Uh, you know, make sure that you're thankful for for everything you've got. Um, hopefully we get a win on Thursday. But remember, it's just sports. If you're new to the podcast, if you're new listening, thank you for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you drop me five stars. Leave a review. I love reviews. I love to read the feedback that you guys have for me. If you're not new and you've been listening for a while, share this with somebody. Share it with your friend. The other way that I get feedback is word of mouth. When I talk to you guys on Twitter, when I talk to you guys in person, when I see you at the tailgates, I love the feedback from it. So if you've got people that you want to share it with, share it. Subscribe. Hit notifications so you know when these are dropping. And I look forward to to talking about a Raiders win. Go Raiders. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.